This is episode 108 of the EdTech Takeout from Grantwood AA. My name is Mindy Carney, and today I am joined by Gina Rogers. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so in case you missed it, the EdTech Takeout is going to look a little bit different moving forward. At the end of last season, we said goodbye and farewell to Jonathan Wiley as he moved to a different position mm-hmm. at the agency. Um, But our team felt very strongly that this podcast needed to continue. So our plan is to record kind of shorter snippets of more bite-sized chunks. So this episode is just a news and nuggets episode. But the next episode will be more like the main course of the old format of the podcast. So there'll be more content and kind of conversation uh, during those episodes So this way, you can kind of look through our playlist menu and choose what looks most appetizing. appetizing. (laughs) (laughs) A little play on words there with a theme. Oh, I love a theme. Yes. You know I do. So we'll be joined each episode with different people throughout the team, but I uh, will be here for each episode. Like it or leave it, you decide. Mm. Mm -hmm. So our first chunk here is going to be the news, news and updates. Yes. Yeah. All right. So news and updates. I guess the first one that mm-hmm. I have to share yep. is Screencastify, which yeah. has always been a favorite tool of everyone on our team. Absolutely. Um, has actually increased their record time for free videos mm-hmm. from five minutes all the way up to 30. Yeah. That's a long time. That's a long time, first of all. For a screencast. I wouldn't recommend that you... <laughs> we don't you, recommend. <laughs> no. I don't recommend that you do a 30-minute screencast. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can mm-hmm. do a 30-minute screencast right. now on Screencastify. Now, there is some limits in the number of videos that you can record in Correct. the free version. It is 10 videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mindy and I were trying to decide if that means that 10 videos and then you're cut off or if you can delete one of them and then you're down to nine. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that we're going to have to continue to investigate. Yep. Um, Of course, if you know the answer, you can throw it into any comments Mm -hmm. in our podcast feed or any of the other places where you've listened to this. Yeah, Let us know. Mm Mm-hmm. So one of the other things I would point out, too, is that there are paid versions. If you haven't looked at Screencastify's pricing, there Mm -hmm. are options if you'd like to pay. So I think that what we saw the next version of this would be like the starter plan, and that was $7 a month. Mm -hmm. $7 a month. I believe it's billed annually. Yes. So you'll pay for all of it up front. Because math is hard. Math is hard. Right. (laughs) I think that's $140. I'm going right? to take your take your word for it. <laughs> um, is that right? I don't even know. I think it is, right? $7. Is that right? It doesn't matter. Anyway, um so with your with a starter uh subscription, you get unlimited videos for your library. Mm-hmm. Unlimited video length it says. And then this is kind of new. I don't know that I've seen this before, but there's a sub Active submit assignment. So I believe you can Im- you could embed questions before, but now you can have an active assignment. I'm not really sure what that means. So we'll definitely have to look into this a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Screencastify had a few little um, updates that you should definitely take a look at. Yes, for sure. 
Uh, what else? Uh, Seesaw. Some new things with Seesaw. I think the biggest thing to me was that now there's one app for all. There used to be a classroom app uh, and a parent app. Now everyone uses the same app. You just choose uh, whether you're a teacher, student, or family when you go to log in. So that was certainly a big switch. Although I could still log into my family app. So I'm assuming that that is still kept up and so on and the so forth. But uh, now one app for all, which mm-hmm. is nice. Yeah. It'll like help with some confusion. Yeah. I know that's one thing that's always cropped up yes. in some of the different classrooms I've worked in mm-hmm. is like parents will be like, wait, I can't get in. And yeah. It's like, well, we have to use the parent <laughs> You have to use app. the family app. Yes. The family app. Yep. yep. Um, what um, else is there? So, yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, no, Are go you ahead. still got some Seesaw? Updates? I do still have some oh, Seesaw wow. stuff. Okay. So there is also enhanced messaging. So mm-hmm. you can now create groups inside messaging, which was originally called Inbox. So you can create groups and then there can become a group chat. So just be mindful of that. If you want to use announcement, that means that People can't respond and see everyone's responses, but you can create groups so that um, families could respond uh, and everyone sees those responses. So something I think to kind of keep an eye on. There's also lots of new lessons and things like that to check out. There's a new Canvas integration within Seesaw that I don't know much about, but I know lots of people are really excited about it. So if you haven't taken a look at Seesaw or are looking to kind of get caught up on some of those in um, those updates, there is a link here in the show notes that we can add, um, and it's the What's New page. So there's lots of different little tutorials and things like that if you're looking to learn more. It's mm. exciting. All right. Uh, next, Pear Deck. Yeah. Okay. So Pear Deck has partnered with two other um, outside organizations. So similar to how they partnered with Newzella or right. Newzella. I think it's Newzella. I always, I always say, say Newzella. Newzella. Yeah. Um, anyway, they've partnered with Newsomatic. Yeah. And then also the Boston Museum of Science. And right. so they have created um, some pre-made slides with Pear Deck interactions already Mm -hmm. layered in them for Mm -hmm. you to go ahead and use, um, draws on some of the content from those different places. So the Newsomatic will have some video content from different news um, stories that they've put together. And then the Boston Museum of Science has some content in there from them as well. Right. Um, Oh, this is, you know, super interesting to me. So Flipgrid is now just Flip. Mm. Gave itself its own nickname, I yeah. guess. I it's don't know. kind of like Prince. I guess. Going by that symbol and then the artist formerly known as Prince and then just went back to Prince. Yes. So who knows? Maybe I'll go back to maybe, maybe they'll they go back to flip grid. Maybe they will. I don't know. Uh mm-hmm. so that's kind of interesting. Uh but it says new name, same us. Uh, some mm-hmm. of the things, though, I was looking to see if there had been any updates. To, it looks like now you can customize your group link. So that join code that you had to give students, now you can customize it, which is kind of nice. Uh, makes it maybe easier to share with your students. There are group templates now, um, which I don't know what that looks like yet. I haven't been in Flipgrid for a while, so some of this stuff was new to me. Um, something else that I thought was interesting, now you can have video backdrops in your video. Nice. Uh, I think that's kind of fun. And then this is super intriguing. I could not find where to make it work, 
but I'm going to keep digging. It says now that you can, um, there's a lens, and maybe that's why I didn't find it. Maybe I just need to look more carefully at all of the lenses, but there's a lens inside the camera now that will help teach the basics of American Sign Language. I, I think that's, this is new. I, yeah. Yeah. So um, it tracks your hand movements as you learn each letter of the alphabet, huh. it says. And so it's the first in a series of learning lenses. Huh. I yeah. wonder what else they're going to. I don't know. You know, like what other content is out there where yeah. you would benefit from AI video kind of feedback. I know. Super intriguing. Um, and then now it says that Flip is in Spanish. So there, it says, we're so grateful for our growing Spanish language community. We're excited to share Flip will soon be available in Spanish on our mobile app and in many more languages next year. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's great. great. Yeah, I yeah. think that's awesome. You know, and I think that even like for um, like world language classes. Oh, yeah. You know, like. Yeah. I think that would be an awesome application here as well as like just globally. So, oh, yeah. 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 Well, way to go flip. Yay. <laughs> Don't go by the artist formerly known as Flipgrid. Right. Yeah. That would yeah. be mm, – yeah. that's a mouthful. It is. It is. Okay. Um. So next news and update, Google has released uh, it's something new that's called Read Along Online. Mm-hmm. And so it's in beta right now. Yep. And what it is is just um, a series of different – leveled kind of stories where kids can read those aloud online and then the AI within the platform gives them feedback on whether or not they're reading correctly. Mm -hmm. Now, um, and it does give them some corrective feedback too. So I kind of played around with this and tried to substitute in different words like there for this or Mm -hmm. the for these or mm-hmm. something like right. that. And it it's really interesting because the little um little girl on the platform, she kind of says, wait, try that again mm-hmm. or read that again. Yeah. Or then she'll eventually say, it's this. Mm-hmm. Say this. Yeah. And then you do. But um they're awarded or kids are awarded stars for every word that they get right. Oh, it's nice. kind of mm-hmm. um suggested time for a setting for reading aloud or an amount of time that it's suggested daily, I guess I should say, is mm-hmm. 10 minutes. And yep. so that's kind of like the goal yeah. for reading along online. Anyway, thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, another one of those examples of like AI type yeah. of mm-hmm. feedback that's making its way into more mainstream platforms. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I could really see a lot of uses for this, even in the home setting for kids to be practicing at home, but in school too. I mean, just lots of opportunities to get that extra practice in. So yeah, I love seeing this kind of stuff. Yes. All right, so we're adding a new little part to this news and nuggets episode, and we're going to call it the DLG WAEA Corner Booth. Now, if you're new to the podcast, DLG WAEA is what we call our team, Digital Learning Team from Grantwood AEA. So we shorten it and call ourselves DLG WAEA. And this is our corner booth. And in this little section of the episode, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on at Grantwood AEA and the courses or other things that our team is doing to kind of keep you in the loop. 
So it's going to be short because we know not all of our listeners are from our area, but we do want to keep them up to date on the opportunities for learning that we are providing as a team. Yes. Yeah. And so today, I think we have just kind of a few courses that we'll be offering here the first part of the year to make sure to keep you abreast of. And so the first one is Ride the Wakelet Wave. Mm -hmm. And that is a course that's going to be offered by you and I, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you and I. Uh huh. And so we'll be starting that course here at the beginning of October. Um, It's an opportunity for you to really dive in deeply into Wakelet and learn all the ins and outs. It's going to be offered primarily online with a um, Zoom kickoff session on October 3rd to get you logged in and started on that course. So keep that um, in mind. And there's also going to be information in the show notes about how to register for this course if you're in our area. Yep. And following that same kind of outline, uh, firm goals, flexible means, honoring your learners, which has a UDL lens to it, is being offered by Lynn Kleinmeier and Bridget Castelluccio. uh, And that is going to run from November 1st to December 16th. Nice. Um, We will also be offering this fall a section of designing instruction with Pear Deck. And so that's a repeat course that we've offered a few times in the past. Um, That will be launched sometime in November. Right. Information for that one isn't quite out yet, but that one will be facilitated by our newest teammates, Stephanie Roberts and myself. And then our last course um, coming before, well, I guess this will be at the start of the new year, is Transformative Classrooms Online, and that will be offered by our Transformative Classrooms team, which is Gina Rogers, myself, Amber Bridge, and Beth Swantz. Yes. And all of these courses, the four that we've just outlined, they will all be primarily online offerings. All right, so up next, my favorite part of the show is tech nuggets. You can go first. Ooh. Okay. Yes. So let's see. The nugget that I have to offer first is inserting emojis into Google Docs. This has become a little bit easier than what it was in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you used to have to go to like insert, insert character, then do the drop down emojis. Find that. Or like you used to have a like shortcut for the emoji box on like um, the Mac kind of stopped working oh. a little while ago my like thing. yeah oh. my shortcuts for emojis yeah it did. I see so and I used to use my taskbar up yes. at the top on those old know, Macs like a anymore. lot we don't have that anymore no nope. so this is actually pretty handy though. okay um so uh similar to how you would be commenting um someone or adding a comment towards someone in a doc when mm-hmm. you start with the at and then you start putting their name in there mm-hmm. um You'll get up a dialogue box that right. shows like where you might put someone's name. If you scroll down further, mm-hmm. there's a button that says emoji there or a menu item. Yeah. item. Four yeah. sections down. Four sections down. There's mm-hmm. a lot happening in there's that dialogue. A lot. This is a busy drop down menu. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So emoji. Mm-hmm. And then once you're in there, you can find the emoji you're looking for mm-hmm. and put it on in there. Yeah, and I feel like there's all of the emojis now as opposed to what was in there before. Like yes. all, it's like a whole emoji keyboard. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So 
Life-changing. Life-changing <laughs> at, find that dialogue box menu, scroll way scroll down. Scroll way down. Keep way, going. Way, down. When you think you've scrolled far enough, you haven't. Keep scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, funny. All right. So um, my tech, actually, Richard Byrne, thank you, have both tech nuggets. One of them I've been holding on to since the beginning of August, and the other one is a brand new one. But I'll start with the one from um, the beginning of August that I think I must have seen through maybe his newsletter. And it's a tool I'd never seen before, and it's called Classroom Q. And so it creates uh, like a like a queue for the teacher. So students log in, and if they have a question, they um, – well, first they have to – Teachers have to start a session and give the kids a classroom code. And the students put in their name and the teacher's class code, and then they just click like a button and it says assistant needed, assistance needed, I'm sorry, and then they just put what they need in the comment box. And so it creates just like this cue for teachers so they can know mm-hmm. who they need to bounce around to. Nice. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like today's meet. Like, it is kind of, yeah. But like, you know, it has a line yeah. to it. And yeah. super simplistic. Very yeah. simple, very easy to use. Yeah. Yeah. So that might be one to take a look at. Definitely. Okay. Cool. All right. So let's see. My next nugget. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I had the opportunity to sit in on a little um, demo session yeah. from Canva with my um, friends at Iowa City. Right. Um, my innovation team that I work with there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess I didn't realize all of these features that are within Canva that like, I don't know, like I get kind of like bogged down or not bogged down, but I just stay in my kind of lane of designing little art for, you know, slides or little graphics to put on social media, (laughs) things like that. But oh my God, there's so many things that are in there. Hmm. And so uh, one thing that I guess I... I might have like seen like a post about this, but didn't pay a lot of attention yeah. to it. But when I watched it live, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, was how you can record video okay. inside of different Canva like things that you'd make. So like your camera? Like you just yeah. like, okay. Like your video camera. Yeah. And so okay. like you can create like slides in Canva, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, or right. even import Google mm-hmm. slides into mm-hmm. your Canva and like kind of gussy them up in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you go into upload, there is mm-hmm. also a place in there where you can upload like other images or you can record right in there. I've never seen that before. Yeah. So it's sometimes like it's, Weird because I it works only on certain um, Canva like types, templates or templates whatever. Yeah, or whatever. Okay. Yep. Um, so slides it works on. I believe like the infographic one, infographic okay. ones it works on as well. Um, I have to look back at the list. Yeah, so sure. We'll try to put those in the show notes sure. too. Um, but sometimes like that camera doesn't show up right away. And yeah. so the the gal who was doing the demo for us, she kind of showed me a little trick where she's like, oh, just like make a copy of the thing that you're making. And then it shows up. She's like, oh. I don't know why. Ugh. So there must be something like a little funky in the yeah, code right, right yeah. now that mm-hmm. they're probably cleaning up. Yeah. But right. um, but yeah, so I would definitely check that out because yeah. it's super cool. Like, and you can also kind of publish your, like, if you published your slides, publish those to advance and you can be recording your video inside of your slides, oh. like, as they're advancing and it just stays in the same spot. So you nice. can continue. Huh. Um, 
presenting whatever it is that you want to present. So yeah, nice. pretty cool. You know, I think um, Canva is one of those tools that is just continues to get so much better. I oh, think yeah. that a lot of times with Texas, I'm like, oh, it's kind of stalled out. You know, I feel like it is what it is, which is fine. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. But Canva, man, it just the stuff yeah. that you can do in Canva. They just is released amazing. a whiteboard too, like a collaborative you whiteboard save that for online. Another time, but go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, say it. No, no, say it now. Well, there's a collaborative whiteboard okay. online, and they've got I a bunch of this. templates that yeah. you can like build from, you know, to start making something, or you can create like your own like template to work with. So yeah, it's neat. It's super neat. Good job, Canva. Mm, yeah. Okay, so like I said, this last one is from Richard Byrne again, and this was brand new to me. It just came through my email, oh, like last week, and I happened to see it. And I'm like, I don't know this. I have never heard of it. I've never used it. I just watched his little demo, but he made it sound like it's been kind of going around. So I thought I'd bring it up. It's called Schoolytics, and from what I've looked at it, it's like this dashboard that you can kind of see the different tech tools and like your different like Google classes all in this one dashboard. And because I'm not, a you know, working in a classroom, it's kind of hard for me to demo it or try it. So I think it's super intriguing because you can kind of keep track of what's going on in all of these different places. Huh. You can also like... Um, send high fives to students or to a class. So if you set a goal, like let's say you wanted 85% of this, your classroom goal is for 85% of the students to turn their homework in on time or something like that. So kind of like Autocrat, you can choose like different fields within your dashboard. And then once those things have, you know, happened, it triggers this high five like email or something to your students that says, hey, high five, we did this. So I'm really interested to see if anybody's been using this and how it actually works huh. in practice. Yeah. I don't know. Super I know, and I have never heard too. of it before. So I always – tech nuggets are always kind of tricky because I'd like to – I thought it was super interesting. It was something I hadn't seen before. But also I'm not endorsing it. I just – I'm curious who's yeah. using it. Yeah. What's going on out there? Mm. Okay. Let us know. All right. So – Quick and snappy, a little bit different than our uh, format in the past. So news and nuggets and then also the corner booth. So email us at podcast at gwaea.org or you can hit us up on Twitter at DLGWAEA. You know, I've said this before. I'm not on Twitter a lot, but you can certainly send me a tweet at Team Kearney. Gina is at Gina Rogers 1010. We'd love to hear any of your feedback. Are you using Canva out there? Have you tried Schoolytics? Um, let us know. Yeah. We'd like to hear from you. Yeah. So until next time. This has been the EdTech Takeout. We hope it hit the spot. <laughs>